And one, two, three, four. Welcome everybody to the Life Point Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason, and I am joined today my, by my brother Tyler. Hi. And today we are continuing with our Bible in a year. Mm. Whole Bible, one year. Yeah. We're making it happen. We're doing uh, it. We're really doing it. It's really happening. Quite the journey. We are at week 34, and we're in the Psalms, and we just finished Romans, and now we are getting into Corinthians. Yeah. It's awesome. It's exciting. So we got a lot of great stuff to get into, and so let's jump into it. We'll start in the Psalms. We got Psalms 116 through 131 and 1 Corinthians 1 through 7. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in, um, being a part. Uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe and like the podcast. And uh, let's get this thing uh, shared around, huh? Shall we? Sounds All good. right. Let's jump in here. We're going to start off in the Psalms. Psalm 116. I love you, Lord. You heard my prayer. The ropes of death tightened around me. I called on the Lord. Please rescue me. The Lord protects the untrained, the naive, the young. It's good to know. I was in trouble, and he delivered me. Rest my soul. The Lord has rescued me from death. I serve the Lord in the land of the living. Hmm. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord before all his people. Uh, some of those say promises. Fulfill my promise I made. I'm your servant. You saved me from death. I will fulfill my vow in the temple. Praise the Lord. Hmm. 117. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Applaud him, all foreigners, for his love is over us and his faithfulness endures. Psalm 118. I love that. Psalm one, that's it. Bada yeah. Like some of these are pretty short. Preparing you for Psalm 119. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, the counterbalance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love what I love about Psalm 117 that really jumps out is all nations, all peoples. Hmm. They can get lost sometimes when it's so, you know focus on the people uh, the people of Israel, but they were always, like with the original Abraham blessing, always yeah. meant to be a light to Outside, the nations. Yeah, the to everywhere. As that well. They would see, yeah. Mm -hmm. All peoples. Yeah. Love it. Um, Psalm 118, give thanks for his love endures. Mm. Let all his followers say his loyal love endures. In distress I cried to the Lord and he put me in a wide open place. The Lord is on my side. What can people do to me? It's better to take shelter in the Lord than to trust in people. It is better to trust in the Lord than in princes uh, mm -hmm. or your government. Uh, I was surrounded <laughs> <Our> princes. <laughs> by the nations, but the Lord pushed them away. Mm. The Lord delivered me. The stone builders discarded, rejected. Yeah, that's a big one. Has become the cornerstone. It's quoted yep. often in the New Testament. That's a huge one. The Lord has brought this day, and we will be happy and rejoice in it. 
I love that. Yeah, I love too. Verse 17, we have a great little confession book here, the church by Charles Capps. Mm-hmm. And Psalm uh, 118, uh, 17 is in there. It says, I will not die, but live nice. until the works of the Lord. Nice. It's a great, great confession. Um, Get that in your daily deal. Uh, okay, let's see. We're coming to 119 here. Um, this is a mm-hmm. long, longer one. Um, it's kind of out of place, really, I- in the mix of all the other psalms. There's, I don't want to say maybe out of place is wrong, but there's nothing else quite like this psalm. Um, it uses an acrostic pattern which is based on the letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Yeah, so cool. And um, so for each letter, there's eight verses. Yeah, 22 times mm-hmm. eight. Yep. And uh, a lot of it, it's uh, the expression of a desire to know God and his blessing by obeying. And it uses a couple different words here, but it, over and over it, it talks about God's word his rule, mm. his law, his instruction, his command. Mm. Uses the word precepts, which My which is, isn't really a word I'm I'm super <laughs> use very often. It's yeah. it's basically just general rules. Yeah. For My nineteen year old boy, I'm like, don't forget my precepts My today. Precepts. And statutes. <laughs> Clean your room. <laughs> statutes. That's another yeah. one. Yeah. Uh both are kind of rules and laws and decrees. And, and he uh, delights in them. Yes, he delights in them, and um, we'll see. We'll 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 get into it there. But uh, I I just bef- before we do, there's something about this that um, even with what we were reading in Romans, sometimes about the law and the way Paul was connecting it to. Uh, kind of a burden exposing sin mm, yeah and, and kind of um but then he has to continually say i'm not against this i'm not against the law yeah. but it's not i guess uh, it was being used in a way that um uh, uh pe- people thought it was a means of salvation it wasn't yeah. going to work but uh he keeps in Romans and in other places, saying um, it, it, he's not against it. He's one. It's good. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and so there's a little bit of I I think for for Christians it's it's a little um, tension there. I guess sometimes with yeah. the law in, in terms of what it means and and uh, are we free from it. Or is this a blessing or is this a, a burden? You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. And, and so hearing him talk about how he delights in it, how he loves it, his desires for for the law and the precepts. Um, I don't know. As I was reading it, I was really trying to um, think about how instructions benefit, the benefit of instruction. Yeah. For me, as a, yeah. as a Christ follower, I just... I just kind of liken it to the word. Yeah. It's just, the, you know, just the word pointing to Christ. Yeah. And he, and he uses word, he uses word. Yeah. Rule, word, rule, law, instruction. But I was also thinking about what, uh, where humanity was at that time. Hmm. Um, what 
the instructions from the Lord did for them. Really, just here's here's some guides for life. Yeah, how to live, how to and and as a people, how to be a people. This is who you are. Yeah, we, right. you do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, an identity and why that would mean so yeah. much. Trust me. Yeah, I have your best interest. Okay, in there's mind. a lot of these. Let's let's jump in here. I'll try to pronounce these Hebrew letters. Uh, uh, I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Aleph. Sure. Uh, blessed are the blameless who follow rules and seek him with all their heart. You demand your precepts be kept. If only I were predisposed to keep them, I wouldn't be ashamed. I will learn and give thanks. I will keep your statutes. Don't abandon me. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. The The way he talks sometimes, too, is like, He's owning up there that uh, it's if only I were predisposed to keep them. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's part of our nature that some of these things are not naturally uh, easy to do, which is interesting. He's talking about that. Uh, Next one. Bet. How long can a person maintain a pure life? By keeping your words, I seek you with all my heart. Don't let me stray. I put your word in my heart. Teach me your ways. I will proclaim what you reveal. I rejoice in the lifestyle of your rules. I will meditate and delight on your precepts. I will not forget. Um, Speaking of not forgetting, I was uh, reading a little bit about this. Part of it, the way it's set up uh, as the alphabet and whatnot, it was kind of set up for Mm -hmm. memorization. Uh, was like a, t- a learning tool. Yeah, and I think you see too, at least in some of them, like the root of the uh, of the letter mm-hmm. follows with the Hebrew words that become the theme of the stanza. Yeah, I notice it especially in TS hmm. with the uh, canoes like righteousness. Um, that's one of the names of God, and that whole stanza is about righteousness. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's a thing. Yeah. Hebrew scholar or anything, but yeah. it seemed to track. I but like what you're saying, it seems like it would be. It would bring to mind like that root of that word. Like, okay, yeah, God's righteousness. Here we go. Um, Gimel, be kind to your servant. I will keep your instructions. Open my eyes to truly see. I am a resident in a foreign land. Don't hide from me. My soul longs for your instructions. You reprimand the arrogant. Those who start are doomed. Spare me humiliation. I meditate and delight on your statues. They give me guidance. Dalit. I collapse in the dirt. Revive me (laughs) with your word. You answer me. Teach me your statutes. Help me understand what they mean. I collapse from grief. Sustain me by your word. Remove me from deceit. Give me your law. I choose faithfulness. I am committed to your regulations. Don't let me be ashamed. I run your path. You enable me. He, teach me the lifestyle shown in your statutes so I can always observe it. Give me understanding. Guide me. Give me a desire for your rules. More than wealth. Turn my eyes away from what is worthless. Revive me with your word. Confirm your promise. Uh, take away the insult I dread. Your regulations are good. Revive and deliver me. Uh, Vav. May I experience your loyal love, Lord. 
in the deliverance of your promise. Do not deprive me of giving a testimony of your love. I really like that one. Mm. Uh, um, it's some of that kind of reverse psychology. Uh, deliverance for the for the for the Lord's sake, <laughs> so I can testify about you. Um, I will keep your law continually now and forever. I am secure, for I seek your precepts. I will speak about your law before kings. I delight and love your command. I lift my hands to your commands. Uh, Zayin, remember your word to your servant, for it gives me hope. It is what comforts me in my trouble. Your promise revives me. I don't turn from your law. I remember your ancient regulations. I rage over those who reject your law. Your statutes are my song. I remember your name during the night. It's my practice to keep your precepts. Ket. The Lord is my security. I promise to keep your words. I sought your favor with all my heart. Be merciful according to your promise. I turn my way to follow your testimony. The wicked surround me, but I have not forgotten your law. At midnight I will rise and give thanks. I am a companion of all who fear you. The earth is full of your goodness. Teach me. Tet. You are good to your servant, just as you promised. Teach me understanding. I used to stray, but now I keep your instructions. You are good and you do good. Uh, arrogance smear my reputation. Their hearts are callous, but I find delight in your law. Your law is worth more than gold. Um, <laughs> one part here says, It was good for me to suffer so I could learn your statutes. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Yalad, your hands made me. Give me understanding so I can learn your command. I find hope in your word. You discipline me because of your devotion to me. May your love console me. I meditate on your precepts. May I be fully committed to your statutes. Um, that's a that's a big one too, where where he's talking about uh, you discipline me because of your devotion to me. The idea that it's for the our own good, like a father, yeah, like a loving father. Yeah. It's trying to help you out here, and that's <coughs> what I actually really because there's so much of these, and consistently you you start to see that the the writer understands that mm. this was a, this is a gift. This the law was a great these mm -hmm. instructions. It's it's a a great gift in teaching me how to live. Okay, um, calf, I long for your deliverance. I find hope in your word. I grow tired. When will you comfort me? How long must I endure? Your command is reliable. My enemies destroy me, revive me with your love that I might keep the rules you revealed to me. Uh, Lamed, your instructions endure. You demonstrate faithfulness. The earth is firm by your decree. I would have died without the encouragement of your law. I am revived by your precepts. I long, I long for you. The wicked prepare to kill me, but I concentrate on your rule. 
Your commands are beyond comprehension. Mem, I love your law. All day long I meditate on it. Your commands make me wiser than my enemies. I am discerning more than teachers and the old because I observe your precepts. I don't, I don't turn from what you teach. Your words are sweeter than honey. Your precepts give me discernment. Mm -hmm. None. Your word is a lamp to walk by, a light to my path. I swear to keep your regulations. Revive me with your word. Teach me your regulations. Wicked lay a trap for me, but I don't wander from your precepts. I am determined to obey to the end. You know, uh, one thing I was thinking about, I've been reading through uh, the Bible with, with my daughter and um we're going through the 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 story of Israel out of Egypt into the, the desert and so on and um even even it's funny reading with her she she keeps um saying real again cuz they get into this pattern mm -hmm. where they keep yeah. doing this they keep going yeah. away over and over right. and over they keep forgetting. They keep rebelling. It's like right after they get saved, they go through this whole rigmarole to get back. God saves them from disaster, and it's like two seconds later, they've forgotten and gone off the right path. Right back in it. Yeah, and that <laughs> makes me think of this, so much of this, why, you know, this just like hitting hitting this, this, uh, 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 idea of sticking to the regulations and the precepts and what's been told in his word. Part of that is because the natural inclination has been to go away. To wander. Wander you know? immediately. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You know. Um, Samak, I hate people with divided loyalty. You are my hiding place. Do not disappoint. Support me and I will focus on your statutes. You despise those uh, who are unreliable. I love your rules. I fear you. Ayan, I do what is right. Don't abandon me. I grow tired waiting on your promise. Sh show your servant your love. Teach me your statutes. Give me insight. They break your law. Um act towards them i love your command i carefully follow i hate deceit what's interesting too about these is they kind of read like regular little psalms many many little psalms yeah, a lot of the hallmarks are there yeah even it's even really laments eight, eight and distress. Uh, you know don't abandon me yeah i'm i'm tired uh those guys uh, you know, go get those guys over there. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a lot of the same hallmarks. Avenge me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pay. Your rules are marvelous. Your instructions, a doorway through which light shines. They give insight. I long for your command. Mm -hmm. Direct my steps. Smile on your servant. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Love that. Uh, to seti yeah that's the one that seems like it had the same root as the hebrew word for righteous or righteousness your judgment is fair and reliable my enemies forget your instruction your servants love it i'm insignificant but i don't forget your precepts when hardship comes i find delight in your commands mm -hmm. 
Give me insight so I can live. Um, that's really interesting. What, you know, when hardship comes, I find delight in your commands. What is it? What is he seeing here? What is, yeah. how is that, you know, what's the comfort that, you know, he's finding in, in, um, right. Following the and Lord's see, commands. It's just the, the difference between translations is always interesting because the reason I brought that up is mine says, you are righteous, Lord. Your judgments are right. You have commanded your testimonies in righteousness. It's like uh, your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. It's mm. like, so it just says it over and over and yeah. over again. Um, what's her man? Uh, quoth. Oh, man, sorry. It's a forgive cute, forgive cute, us. Cute one. Forgive us. Forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, my <laughs> Hebrew brothers. <laughs> I cried out, answer me, Lord. I will observe your statutes. Mm. Deliver me so I can keep your rules. I will meditate on your word at night. Those eager to do wrong are near. They are far from your law. You are near in your command, reliable. Your rules will last. Mm. Resh, see my pain. I don't forget your law. Revive me with your word. The wicked have no chance for deliverance because they don't seek your statutes. Your compassion is great. The treacherous despise your law. See how I love your law. Your instructions are reliable and endure. Shin. Rulers pursue me, but I am more afraid of disobeying. I rejoice in your instructions. I despise deceit. Seven times a day, I praise you because of your regulations. Um, I think that was where Pastor Katrina got that. We just did a series. Oh, yeah, praise habits. That's where it came, right in the middle of this. So good. Seven times a day. I hope in your deliverance. I hope your rule, I, or sorry, I love your rule. Mm. You are aware of everything I do. It's the last one. Tav. Listen to my cry. Give me insight. Deliver me. May praise flow freely from my lips, for you teach me. May I sing about your instructions. May your hand help me, for I obey your law. May your regulations help me. I have wandered off like a lost sheep. Come looking for your servant, for I do not forget your command. Um, I, I love that that's the way that ends. Um, I have wandered off like a lost sheep. Mm. Come looking for your servant. Um, so it's it, it, he's very much aware that he's he's um needs help. <laughs> he needs help in even uh, fulfilling this. But at the same time, he'll get mad at other people for not, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That Lord, they don't love your law, but you know, also help me. Fill your law. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's uh, one nineteen. Incredible. Uh, that was kind of a a brief version of it, but uh, uh, that's a, that's the long longer psalm uh, yeah. with the, with <laughs> hundred and seventy six verses. Yeah, yeah. Um, beautiful. Album. Yeah. Okay, uh, one twenty. Um, Several of these in a row, uh, the title uh, is A Song of Ascent yes. or Ascent. I love this so much. It's 15 in a row, and it's 
thought to be psalms that they would sing, recite back and forth to each other on their pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Yeah. And it made me think of like my dad's family. They grew up in the hills of West Virginia Mm. and there was much like their history. There was a lot there to love and to cherish and to be proud of, but there was also a lot of hardships, Mm. a lot of struggle. And so it always cracked me up whenever my dad or his brothers would say they were good to go back to visit. They always said they they were going in. We're going in to West Virginia, wow. like into battle or something. Yeah. But it was also kind of this homage and this kind of this sweet tribute kind of sense to it. Mm. It made me think of this too, because they're journeying to, to Jerusalem and they're telling these stories and it's just, uh, I don't know, it gave me that sort of same vibe. Yeah, yeah that's that's cool. You say that, that it reminds a uh, Jerusalem, the, the ascent on your way into Jerusalem. Uh, to, to this day, I mean, it, it's an electric place. Oh, like you're, like you're going so in. It's just like you can feel the intensity of it. And and like you said, it's both exciting and positive, but it's also like... It's just a rich history. It's been a lot of stuff go down yeah. here. And a lot of Good and bad. people mm-hmm. to, to this day fighting and, you know, over things. And um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Song of Ascent. In distress, I cried out, and he answered me. Mm. I said, Lord, rescue me. He will punish deceptive talkers <laughs> with arrows and coals. I am miserable because I have been in a foreign land with those who hate peace. I want peace, but they want more. Mm. Um, another thing I was thinking about, the I like, I like, I like these psalms. Like, I don't feel like I totally know how to enter into it, but like, 119 and then these songs of ascent like they're parts of scripture that were like um utilitarian or something like they're useful yeah like literally here's this thing you use do it you do you do this uh you say this while you're on this road you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's something really cool about that to me um that resonates. Yeah, and there's a we'll see a little bit. There's a, a couple of them too where it's you can tell it's a call and response kind of thing too. Yeah, like as you're walking. Hey, yeah. right, yeah. Um, and they're and they're tools for learning. They're literal tools. <laughs> yeah, Pretty awesome. Okay, one twenty one, a song of ascent. I look toward the hills, for from where does my help come from? Mm-hmm. My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. Don't let me slip. The Lord is my, is your protector. He is your shade. The sun won't harm you. He will protect your life. He will protect you in all you do now and forever. That's well, a recurring theme in these two, this, the Lord who made heaven and earth. Yeah. Just keeps jumping out. I love it. That's a big one. Um, the... Where does my help come from? Yeah. I look to the hills. Mm-hmm. Um, really <laughs> iconic. Um, yeah. I look to the hills, but I couldn't tell when it when I was reading it. He's kind of just, it's not just looking to the hills. He's like, where am I going to look? There's nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to need to look to the Lord. That's where my help comes from. Um, 122, A Song of Ascent by David. I was glad when they said we will go to the Lord's temple. Jerusalem is made for an assembly. All the tribes come to give thanks. Pray for peace of Jerusalem. 
for peace and prosperity for the sake of our brothers in the temple of the Lord. I will pray for you to prosper. 123, A Song of Ascent I look to you, the one in heaven, like a servant looks to his master, show us favor. We have been humiliated. Hmm. We have had our fill of the contempt of the proud. Mm-hmm. 124, A Song of Ascent If God was not on our side, we would have gone down when we were attacked. The waters would have overwhelmed us. God deserves praise for not handing us over. Mm-hmm. We escaped like a bird out of a trap. Our deliverer Lord, is the Lord of heaven and earth. 125, A Song of Ascent Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They cannot be moved. The Lord surrounds his people like the mountains around Jerusalem. The wicked will not settle there. Do good, Lord, to those who do good. The bent follow sinful path. May the Lord remove them. May Israel have peace. Mm. 126, A Song of Ascent When God restored Zion, it was like a dream. We laughed loudly and shouted with joy. The nation said, God did a great thing for us. Mm. We were happy. We restore our well-being. It's one of those parts where I could just imagine them. Part of of it was them to say it, Mm. you know. Mm. Like streams in an arid place. Those who shed tears when they plant will shout for joy when they reap. The one who weeps with his seed will shout for joy with his grain. 127, a song of ascent by Solomon. If God doesn't build the house, the worker building works in vain. If God doesn't guard, the guard stands in vain. It is vain to work so hard. He provides for those he loves in their sleep. Sons are a gift from God like a warrior's arrow. How blessed is a man whose quiver is full. They won't be put to shame when they are confronted by the enemy. Psalm 128. Blessed are the Lord's followers who keep his commands. You will eat what you worked hard for. Mm. You will be blessed and secure, your house and your table full of children. May the Lord bless you from Zion so you can see Jerusalem prosper all your days and you may see your grandchildren. May Israel have peace. A lot of these talk about That's peace. That's great. Peace yeah. of Israel. I love that. May you see your children's children. Yeah. Which is interesting to me, to me, too, because we take that for granted. Like, that's pretty, you know, pretty common thing in our day and age. But living that long wasn't necessarily right. that sort of deal back then. Yeah. So that was like an extra super duper good blessing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see your children's children. Yeah. It's now right. we're like, we can see children's children's children. It's interesting. I, I love it, too. Your house full, your table full of children. Yeah. You know, that abundance. I just that be fruitful, multiply yeah. that blessing of God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 129, another song of ascent. Since my youth they have attacked me, the Lord cuts mm. the ropes of the wicked. May those who hate Zion be turned back. May they wither like grass. No one will bless mm. them in the name of the Lord. A lot of these two, it's interesting. It's, it's, um, it's specifically about Zion. It's about Jerusalem. Yeah. It's about the, na- it's, th- these are like nations songs yeah identity yeah it's their identity it's their people you know it's their country country countrymen which i think really does point towards christ like like we always look for because that's what their identity's in that's where their blessing comes from that's where their hope comes from that's where they are in 
that. Yeah, and just I, like we are in Christ. I think we were, we were talking about that this week. There's something about in in one nineteen and in these songs of ascent. Um, for me, at least, I, I was really sticking out to me the sense of identity. Yeah. In the in the culture and a way of life, and mm-hmm. this is who we are as a, a people, belonging. A belonging. Yeah. It was part of of who they were. Um, in a in a super rich way. Um, one thirty, a song of ascent. I love this one. Just I fell in love with. For the deep waters, I cry out to you, Lord. Listen to me and have mercy. Um, I'm reading the NET, so if uh, you have something different there, feel free to jump in on it. If if yeah. you were to keep track of my sin, I could not stand before you. Um. But you forgive hmm. for your honor. I rely on the Lord with my whole being. I wait on his word. Israel, hope in the Lord. He is willing to deliver. Yeah, mine does. It says, but there is forgiveness with you. Mm. I just love that line so much. Yeah. For with the Lord, there is mercy. Yeah, I, I had an ending at he will deliver Israel from all their sins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible. Um, okay, here's the last one for the day. The Psalms 131, A Song of Ascent. My heart is not proud, Lord. I don't have great aspirations or concern myself with things that are beyond me. I have calmed myself. I'm content like a young child with their mother. Israel's hope in the Lord is in the Lord now and forevermore. Awesome. And that's where we will stop here on our Psalmage. Our psalmage. (laughs) And um, we will move over now to Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, which means there's going to be more than one. Yeah, which is a huge (laughs) rabbit hole Mm -hmm. because we know two Corinthians. But if you read through the letters, it really sounds like there's four letters of the Corinthians. Mm. Two of them are lost. There's some letter that happened before 1 Corinthians that he references in 1 yeah. Corinthians. And then in 2 Corinthians, there's this letter that just sounds like he just unloaded. <laughs> and it's been maybe conveniently lost. I don't know. <laughs> but it's fascinating. But maybe it, just, it was for the better. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, though, it's like it, it just shows you how relational it was. Yeah. I mean, this was a guy he spent like, I think, gosh, I can't remember now maybe three years in Corinth? It's at least a year and a half. I can't mm. it, it was significant time. Yeah. He set up shop, made tents. Knew them uh, well. Yeah, and he knew them well. He set them up. And it's part of why he's so emotional in these letters to them. And, yeah. And, you know, confronting there's these issues because he's like, wait a minute here. I'm, I was he, I was your dude. He calls him himself their father in yeah. the faith. That's yeah. where that term totally. comes in. Yeah, which and was I think what he, happened. He, you see, I mean, he was there from from ground zero, pretty much. He was from yeah. ground zero, and a little like we won't get super geeky and nerdy, but it really helps to know a little bit of the context and the culture. Um, Corinth was a town that was just like bustling. It was like a big uh, seaport there that just there was like traffic from each way just going through, and so it was just a thriving kind of metropolis. And they were really into like their just their social stratus, like mm. 
how important you were yeah. and especially when it came to like speaking yeah like the rhetors of the day the philosophers and they would go and hear them and follow them and so it was a really a big deal who you were with and who you were listening to and they were really obsessed with with the wisdom of the day mm-hmm. and uh, all that kind of stuff yeah. so you really hear that come through that culture in this letter yeah. it's really cool because it, it applies to our day as well and i think it's um the t- the tone to me is really different than romans um uh, just in a personal sense yeah it's it's much more he's talking to people he knows yeah he's know, like had never really been there he hadn't been around yet it's yeah. like hey guys i'm paul want to l- let you know about some and important that stuff that whole letter is <laughs> kind of a it's just different it's, to me it's, yeah it's like a it's like a whole foundational faith kind of kind of uh laid out this is this is a little different okay let's get into it here what? First Corinthians 1. From Paul, called to be an apostle to the church in Corinth, grace and peace to you from God and Lord Jesus. God has blessed you, made you rich in speech and knowledge and spiritual gifts. I urge you to end your divisions. Some are saying I am with Paul. I am, some say I am with Paulus. Some say I am with Cephas. Some say I am with Christ. <laughs> Is Christ divided? Paul wasn't crucified for you. I thank God I didn't baptize you. I think that's funny. I love this part because he does. I think it's a little tongue in cheek here, because he's like, oh, "Okay, well, I did baptize so and so." Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then uh, and uh, that one guy too. But oh, yeah. other than that, yeah. <laughs> um. Oops. Let's see here. Um. You weren't baptized in the name of Paul. Christ called me to preach the gospel, not baptism. That's interesting, too. I love this, too, because he says, uh, in my translation, it says, not with cleverness of speech, mm. so that the cross of Christ would be made of no effect. Uh, the NRSV says there that the cross would not be emptied of its power. Like, I love that. Wow. It's so good. And that's weird. Like, um, his cleverness would get in the way. Well, they were super into that sort of thing. They would that's think the whole, it's about that. Well, and that's what, and I I kind of did a little deep dive with a commentary by a guy named Ben Witherington, which is great. It's called Conflict and Community, the Church in Corinth. Mm-hmm. And they believe, a lot of the biblical scholars that have really studied this through, that Apollos came after him, which we'll see later, and I think three or four, chapter three or four. He talks about how he planted and Apollos watered. And Apollos didn't do anything wrong. He's a good dude. Like, he was spot on, but he just had that sort of gift of like in like inspired speech charismatic that was really the hot thing in yeah. Corinth so the Corinthians were like yeah man the Apollos is the dealskins yeah and so it caused this conflict and they you know it caused these schisms these little factions like well we want to we want Apollos is our dude he's yeah. this guy can really bring it and I think the other ones are a little more just kind of you know he just thrown those in like Peter because they didn't knew he was like a Mm-hmm. pillar mm-hmm. and then i think the f- you know he really drives it home with you know oh he just with christ yeah it, like it's it, just it it's divisional which is so speaks so loudly to our yeah church world today yeah. in 2022 it's not really what it's about guys no, it's crazy. he'll <laughs> go he'll really land the plane a little bit here like it's about christ and christ crucified i, I kind of like that he's 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 almost 
purposely uh, it sounds like sometimes he's purposely not being a good speaker <laughs> you know well like, well he really is he's like, empty I'm, he's I'm like really the, you know i'm not gonna give you any any frills here yeah, well <laughs> i'm not gonna give you any reason to trust in anything other than jesus and christ crucified so yeah. you're totally right yeah it's incredible um, all right the it talks about how that crosses fool foolishness to yeah. those who are perishing but those of us are being saved. It is the power of God. Yeah. And then he quotes Isaiah 29. Uh, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, mm. and I will thwart the cleverness of the intelligent. <laughs> um, where is the wise man? God made the wisdom of the world foolishness. The wise world did not know God. God was pleased to save those who believe by foolish preaching. Foolish preaching. Jews demand miraculous signs. Mm. Greeks ask for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. To those who are called Christ is the power. Um, Mm, So good. When you were called to Christ, not many were wise, powerful, or privileged. God chose what the world thinks foolish to shame the wise. Um, I, there's something about the, that, the, the, how do, how do I say it? The outcast, <laughs> you know, the not wise, the not powerful, yeah, the not privileged. Upside down yeah, kingdom. Like he wants those people, like the, I, I don't know, in my own experience as, as identifying with the, one of those people, as one of those people, you know, the sure. outsider kind of person. That's good news. There's so That's much so, hope in this, yeah. like finally <laughs> well, someone and I, for us. And I think too, what's great about it too is that you don't want to get too hung up like on the other side of the ditch too, where anyone that's wise or successful, yeah, like you're against it. Like really, what he's saying is, no, this is the great equalizer. Yeah, this wisdom of God, this biblical wisdom, this Christ crucified, cross shaped existence. This is the great equalizer. Whether you have an IQ of one eighty or sixty, yeah, this is a different kind of wisdom. It's for everybody. It's for anybody, and that's just beautiful and wonderful. And it's very countercultural. Mm. Now, today, of course, we joked around the office the other day. I'm, now I'm turned into like, you know, our parents were, because n- now it's like, a, oh, especially now, the day we were living. <laughs> but we're literally reading a letter written almost 2,000 years ago of him saying this. So yeah. it's just it's right. always the same. Um, he chose the weak to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world so no one can boast. Christ became for us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. He quotes Jeremiah 9. That's huge. The one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. Awesome. And we're on two. When I came, I didn't come with superior eloquence or wisdom as I proclaimed the testimony of God. I was concerned with nothing but Jesus. I was in weakness and fear and much trembling. My preaching was not with perspective persuasive words but with demonstration of spirit and power so your faith was not based on human wisdom but power but the power of god i love it we speak wisdom now but not the wisdom of the sage or rulers of this age we speak of the wisdom of god hidden in a mystery 
None of the rulers of this age understood it. If they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. I love that. It <laughs> makes me crazy. think, oh, it's so good. It, it makes me think of, um, it's somewhere in Colossians where it talks about um, the cross making a spectacle yeah. of the uh, I, I don't even know. wickedness. I, I, I appreciate it. We speak of wisdom of God hidden in a mystery. Um, there's obviously a lot going on there be beyond the scenes, behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, with what Christ did. Um, and you think about the, it, what he's saying there. It's like the rulers of this age. Um, uh, in, a, in a certain sense, these are ancient beings who had yeah, and so I much wisdom. How were they not seeing what was going on? Like, what did they think was going on? Like, yeah. that's and totally it's fascinating. It's often to interchangeable, me. too. It's the supernatural evil and then the earthly evil, mm. the, the behind it stuff. Yeah. Um, he quotes Isaiah 64 Things that no eye has seen or heard or mind imagine are the things God has prepared for those who love him. Uh, that's one of my favorite verses ever. Yeah. Um, it's always. Um, some some uh, level of adventure and something to look forward to with the Lord. He's got some awesome plans. Uh, God revealed it to us by his spirit. No one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. We have not been taught by human wisdom, but the spirit, explaining spiritual things to spiritual people. Hmm. Unbelievers don't receive the things of the Spirit of God because they are foolish to him. He can't understand. Isaiah 40, he quotes, uh, For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to advise him? But we have the mind of Christ. Love it. Uh, Chapter 3. So I could not speak to you as spiritual people. But instead, people of the flesh, infants in Christ, I fed you milk, not solid food. You weren't ready. (laughs) You're still not ready. (laughs) You're influenced by the flesh. N.T. Wright's uh, Kingdom New Testament translation says you're babies. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. You're acting like ungenerated people. You say I'm with Paul. I'm with Apollos. Who is Paul or Apollos? We are ministers God gave us. We are in ministry God gave us. I love that. I planted, Apollos watered, God caused it to grow. It's God who causes growth. Mm-hmm. We work as one, but receive reward according to our work. We are co-workers. I laid a foundation, but someone else builds on it. If the foundation is built with anything else but Jesus, it will be revealed by fire. The work will be tested by fire. If what God's built survives, he will get a reward. If the work is burned up, he will suffer loss, uh, maybe loss of the reward. He will be saved, but only through fire. Hmm. Um, that's incredible. I love that idea, the kind of picture he's painting. Skin of um, your teeth. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you're not only the things of, of, of Christ and, and love are going to make it. Yeah, Just that's, remember that's that. the foundation. You're literally, the whole house is burning down. You're just getting out with this, you know. Yep. <laughs> Don't get hung up on this other this stuff. This is all that's left. Yeah. Uh, you are the temple of God. The Spirit lives in you. God's temple is holy, and so are you. 
Guard against self-deception. If you think you're wise, become foolish to become wise. The wisdom of this age is foolishness to God. He catches the wise in their craftiness. No more boasting of mortals. Everything belongs, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Mm. Chapter 4. We should think of it as being servants to Christ, the stewards of the mystery of God. I love that verse. Man, that's so cool. Stewards of the mysteries of God. Mm. Stewards should be faithful. I don't care if I'm judged by you. I don't even judge myself. The Lord judges me. He will bring light to the motives of the heart. Then each receive recognition from God. He kind of talks about that, uh, comes up. Uh, recognition and rewards mm-hmm. come up quite a bit. Um, I say this so none of you would be puffed up. Who has superiority? You received everything. You can't boast in it. You are satisfied and rich. I think God has left the apostles last of all, the men condemned to death to be a spectacle to the world and the angels. (laughs) We are fools for Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, and we are dishonored. We are right now hungry and thirsty, poorly clothed, brutally treated, no roof over our heads. When we are abused, we respond with blessing. When persecuted, we endure. When people lie about us, we answer in a friendly manner. We are the dirt and scum of the world. Yeah. Wow. Mine says, we have become as the scum of the world, the dregs of all things. Wow. I just hear Jesus there so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Verbally abused, we blessed. Persecuted, we endure it. We're slandered, we reply as friends. That sounds like enemy loving love right there. Yeah. I'm not writing to shame you, but to correct you as dear children. You don't have many fathers in Christ. I'm your uh, father in Christ. I encourage you to imitate me. I send you Timothy, who is dear and faithful son in the Lord. He will remind you of the ways in Christ. Some have become arrogant, and I will come to find out about them. (laughs) The kingdom of God is demonstrated in power, not idle talk. I love that line. That's a great one. This is funny. Should should I come with the rod of discipline or love and gentleness? Yeah, what do you want? Dad, there's that dad talk. <laughs> there's that father talk. <laughs> What's it going to be, guys? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. That, uh, the way he's he's kind of laying it out there on them, um, it's because they got arrogant and boastful. Mm-hmm. It's not really that they had clothes or they had uh, uh, blessings. I I think they had gotten totally off in their parts and spirit, puffed up. He calls it puffed up um, about who they were. Mm -hmm. They just totally were missing, losing sight of it. Okay, uh, five. It is reported... Sexual immorality is among you that is not even permitted among the Gentiles. I think that's so funny. Um, the church was, <laughs> we do it, they were doing, he's like, <laughs> they, the pagans don't even do this stuff, guys. What are you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're, 
you're uh, on a whole other level. Um, someone cohabitating with his father's wife. Are you proud? You should be in sorrow and remove the one who did it from among you. I have judged the one who did this in spirit. When you gather together in the name of Jesus, I am in with with you in spirit. Hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Um, I was reading a little bit about that. That's like one of the most um, difficult translations, that mm. specific one, about what he what specifically he meant by that. Right by uh, handing him over to Satan for destruction, so he can be saved, and uh, it's really interesting. Uh, I read a great thing too. You're totally right. It, it, the way it put it was so cool because in Galatians it talks about how we've been rescued from this evil age through through Christ, and so in Christ. You're covered and redeemed and rescued, but outside of Christ, you're under that curse, and you're in the world, and you're in that realm, that dark realm, mm -hmm. that, you know, that world of darkness that's not covered. So it was to excommunicate him from the church and from the body mm -hmm. was for him to be out in that realm. So you're transferred from this kingdom, and now he's back in that kingdom, but f just for a time, mm -hmm. hopefully it would lead to his... Yeah. returning yeah. back. It 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 made me think immediately of of what the what we've been reading through the we were actually just talking about it how they the Lord would deliver the Israelites and then 2 seconds later they'd forget and go off and yeah. and do something. But they'd usually get to a place where they would yeah, they where would, you okay, just you, you well you, you repent. You crawl out, you cry out to God yeah. and then you're saved. Yeah, you <laughs> repent, you cry out. Yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of just, just let them let him, and he does that over and over in the story. He turns him over. Yeah, so he turns him over. Just let him do it. Go ahead. It's it. It will uh, implode on itself. Uh, also, there's there was some interpretations that it was for the group's own sake. It was what was going on was corrupting the entire group. Oh yeah, it was and we'll see that everybody, it, and it, we'll really see that in chapter six yeah. in just a moment. Uh, your boasting is not good. <laughs> I love that. It's a matter <laughs> of fact, guys. <laughs> a little yeast affects the whole batch. That's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Let us celebrate Christ without vice and evil, but instead with sincerity and truth. I wrote you in this letter not to associate with sexual immoral. I didn't mean the immoral of this world. You would have to leave the planet. I love that line. <laughs> I, that speaks just volumes to how we're supposed talking to be. Talking about the church. Yeah. yeah, like we're not just supposed to be this escapist, heavenly-minded only, you know, social club. Like yeah. we are in the world. We are part of this planet. Yeah, and we love those around us and share uh, that grace and love. It continues here, but I mean, do not associate with someone who calls himself a Christian, who is sexually immoral, greedy idolater, abusive, drunkard, swindler, don't even eat with them. I don't <laughs> judge those outside. God will judge those outside. Remove the evil person from among you. Um, yeah, I, I, 
part part of part of this totally makes sense and part of this is really challenging i mm-hmm. think i think to me because um who's who's uh when does this happen where does this happen um how because uh, in the modern church i hear a lot of times like the idea of church as a hospital kind of deal mm-hmm. you come no matter what you're messed up anyways come anyways sure, come as you are and this is um this sounds a little different. <laughs> yeah, but this was also a community that had been gathering and growing together for a period of time. So they weren't just like fresh in, come as you are. This is like part of their trajectory, their faith journey, their walk. Right. They're yeah. continuing in this stuff. That's why I said earlier, is like you're like still babies. Yeah. You're like infants. Yeah. I I think the challenging part is when... Yeah, when when, it, when, when is that? Is the church open and comforting, and mm-hmm. when are we challenging? Mm-hmm. Like he's saying, come on, yeah, grow up, no more of this. When I think you just know. answered that with this, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is when, <laughs> right here. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, chapter six. If you have a legal dispute among yourselves, don't go to court. Don't go to the court of the unrighteous. Go to the saints. You should be competent to settle trivial suits. You will one day judge angels. Is there no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute? Does a Christian sue a Christian before unbelievers? This shows you've been defeated. You cheat and wrong your brothers and sisters. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. The sexual, immoral, idolaters, adulterers, homosexual partners, practicing homosexual thieves, the greedy, drunkards, the verbally abusive and swindlers will not inherit the kingdom of God. Some of you once lived this way. This is exactly what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. But you were washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. All things are lawful for me, for me, but not everything is beneficial. I won't be controlled by anything. Food is for the stomach and the stomach for food, but both uh, God will do away with. The body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. The Lord is for the body. God raised the Lord. He will raise us. Should I use my body to prostitute? The two will become one flesh. If you're with a prostitute, you are one with her. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin a person commits is outside the body, but the immoral person sins against his own body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body. Hmm. Okay, that's the end of six. Here's yeah. I think a lot of chapter six has a lot has a lot to do with too. Like this, this is look at how we look to the world. We should be looking like something completely different. And instead, we're looking like nothing's the, changed. More of the same. Yeah, just more of the same. And I think that speaks, once again, to not just our day, but any day. Yeah. Just as people, Christ-transformed believers, like they're like you were saying, at some point there should be some signs of that grace transformation in their lives. Or That's why he starts off saying, you guys are, I mean, you're like, taking each other to the court and doing all these things that just look like you're divided and mm-hmm. and still doing this and still doing that and yeah and i think it's interesting he's 
he's saying uh too they they should they should be further along <laughs> you yeah, should, he's calling right. them out you know you can do better <laughs> it's not it's like you can't help it sure he's saying no you can do better um okay seven it, it is good for a man to <laughs> It is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. Well, here, I, well, I forgot to mention this earlier. What, something we don't, that gets lost in translation, Paul is actually quoting them quite a bit throughout this letter. This in what l- way? This lost letter that we don't have, like 1 Corinthians is kind of, well, I don't want to get confusing, but there was a letter before 1 Corinthians that he is responding to. Mm. And so he is quoting their one-liners back to them Um. and then doing the correcting and the instruction. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, very likely that he says, now concerning the things about which you wrote, stop, quotation, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. They were saying that, Hmm. not Paul. Okay. That's why it starts off saying, now concerning the things about which you wrote, it is good, and he's saying, no, Actually, that's not good. That's not what I said. <laughs> it's not yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's not what I mean. Because, and we'll see right here why. Uh, but because of immoralities, each man should have relationship with his wife and a woman with the husband. They should fulfill their marital responsibilities. Yeah, all the husbands said amen. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are now the right of each other. I wish everyone as I am, but each has his own gift. Yeah. Well, what's really cool, though, about this, he, it's both it's both sided. Mm-hmm. He says that the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband also mm-hmm. does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. So he puts it on a level playing field, which 2,000 years ago, that's like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Unmarried and widows, it's better to remain unmarried unless you can't control yourself. A wife and a husband should not divorce. If married to an unbeliever, you can stay married. The unbelieving spouse is sanctified by the other. The children are now holy. That really, man, leaped off the page to me. I was like, wow, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, you could lead the other to salvation. Yeah. God has assigned to it's each like, one. A, a holy infection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really amazing. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's not a guarantee. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to totally process what he's saying there. But um, I think he's saying that if you, you're, like he just mentioned the previous chapter, you are God's temple. You are the holy dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. If you really live like that, you live in that power. That's going to be so obvious and so attractional to your mate that you could potentially make them holy and they can repent and come into mm-hmm. the flock, into the family, into to Christ. God has assigned to each one and he must live to his calling. If circumcised, stay circumcised. If not, <laughs> not. Keeping God's command is what count. If you're a slave, don't worry about it. If you are able to be free, make the most of it. You were brought, bought with a price. Don't be slaves of men, but of Christ. Whatever situation, remain in it with God. Mm-hmm. Those unmarried, I have 
no command. Um, because of the impending crisis, I think you should remain unmarried. Mm -hmm. Is he talking about the end of the world? There? He is. I love this so much. <laughs> it's like it's it's, it's so matter of fact. Like it is because so you know the end of the world is about to happen. So um, my translation says this. I love it. it. Says this. I say, brothers, the time has been shortened, so that from now on, those who have wives should be as though they had none. And those who weep as though they did not weep, and those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice, and those who buy as though they did not possess, and those who use the world as they did not make full use of it, for the present form of this world is passing away. Mm. So these apostles, Peter, James, Paul, all of them, they lived in expectation that Jesus was coming back at any moment. Yeah. Literally, any moment. That informed these kinds of decisions yeah. and these types of instruction. And I don't think we should be discouraged or that it should mean less to us that that it, it still hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. I think it's the opposite. I think that we should just all the more live in that exact same tension and that exact same expectation. I think it I, it, it obviously fueled, it was a fuel for them. Yeah. It was like, like live, urgency. Live this way. Yeah. Because Jesus said it too, to his own words. He says, yeah. this is how you should live. Yeah. Like any moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah, it is. Um, he says, marriage is difficult and time <laughs> is short. <laughs> Those with wives should be like, they have none. Yeah. With tears, like they're not weeping. With rejoicing, like not rejoicing. Those who buy, like not possession. For the world is passing away. Be free from concern. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier, the way he put it with the fire. Like the house is burning down. You don't have time to nitpick yeah. about a bunch of this stuff because it's all just going, man, you know. Yeah, like these whole opening get, chapters. Get yourself out and your, <laughs> your loved ones. That's what you got to do. And there is something about that. If you think about it that way, like being in a house in a fire, you grab yourself and what's, what's most important, important yeah. and you go that you don't have time for this other stuff that's mm -hmm. really powerful it is and we're all guilty of it we get so sidetracked and caught up on the mm -hmm. minutiae and there's like a fancy greek word for it. i was reading the commentary it's called adiaphora mm. but it just means the non-essentials mm. yeah <laughs> i know i personally you get really hung up on the non-essentials yeah yeah and it's funny because he's equating uh, some of that with marriage, like you're gonna be, you're gonna have to deal with so much yeah. in your marriage and that's not well, necessarily. It's just a yeah, lot and of he's work. not anti-marriage at all. Not at all, but there it, he's just know. saying. But listen, listen, if if you stay single, <laughs> you're gonna have a whole lot more time to focus <laughs> on the things of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's because actually respecting marriage because he's saying he if you're married, you gotta. You got to. You were rightfully going to want to please her. You're gonna have to deal with. She's this. rightfully going to want to please you. Like, like to keep the commands of God, you're gonna have to nourish this relationship and yeah. deal with this. Sure. You can't just leave and go. Hey, I'm going on <laughs> to do missions. See yeah. you later. And we've <laughs> talked about this kind of stuff in the past, where it's. I mean, you got. There's a logical part of, of it too. Like, um, if nobody's married, then we can't carry out the command to be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. You know, and everything just stops. Yeah. It's like, you know, saying that, you know, you've got to be blessed so you can be a blessing to others. Yeah. It's that same, same sort of logic. Yeah. Uh, I, say, I say it to you so you are without the distraction and can focus on God. Yeah, there it is. 
If you can, don't marry. But <laughs> if you have to, it's not a sin. <laughs> Marriage is a bond for life. But I think you'd be happier if you don't. That's how, that's how mine ended. Um, yeah. Well, and once again, he's talking with the idea that this whole thing could just be over with in any yeah. moment. So, yeah. you know, yeah. stay single, focus on the task at hand. And and if not, and he says it earlier too, it's much better to marry and become that, that union, that one yeah. flesh, so you don't burn with desire and get yourself caught up in all sort of other sin that he you know, mentioned earlier. Yeah, and I was thinking always the way our our reading is the um the cross uh the accidental cross pollination yeah just the way we were reading in in the psalm 119 and the the uh, songs of ascent but the um it's like it's like a it's this intensity um to remember to stay focused mm. in this certain uh, worldview mm, because of you God have to in his thing yeah yeah like if you don't like the 119 especially it's like you can tell he there's an urgency to it mm. he's it's like we've seen what happens when you don't yeah <laughs> when you go astray and yeah. it is disaster you know and with with Paul it's like it there's an urgency to it to the to to the things of God yeah, an yeah. importance, a weight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most important, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. That's the end of our reading this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, thank you, Tyler. Yeah, it's Fantastic. always so much fun. We will um, be back next week. What was that? What were we on here? 34? I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Done so many. Yeah, I do know this. It'll be Psalm 132 yeah. and 1 Corinthians 8. <laughs> we just finished week 34. There it is. And so next next time, 35, we'll continue in the Psalms and uh, Corinthians. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Yes. And, um, uh, we'll keep at it and uh, keep keep coming back and tuning in. We'll go through the Bible together. Have a great week. Yeah, bye-bye. Peace.